Welcome to Breaking Dads. I'm James. And I'm Jeff. And today, we're kicking it new school. No, wait. Let me reread that. Today, our children go to new schools. That was very different. Our kids are back at school now, and they're at different schools. Than the ones they were at last year. They are. Yeah. And not through matriculation. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Good. nice use of that. Thank you. What does that word even mean? It means to move from one school to another. Is that literally? No, it has, it has no. to do with moving and up. It has to, it's so, uh, you can matriculate through society as well. Like okay. if you started as a stable boy, but ended up a, you know, count, <laughs> you would have matriculated. <laughs> My child's now a lord. Here's the thing, folks. Right as soon as we're done recording this, <laughs> we're gonna look. This James up. is gonna look it up. I'm gonna and he's gonna either be like, "Oh, you were right," which happens a lot, or, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or he's gonna be like, "You don't know how to speak English at all." What has to do with birthing animals? This, what do you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's back our, to our children. Our children have moved schools. Yeah, so both I, of us. I guess we can get into, uh, and they moved to different schools. Yes. So we're not a big happy family that's all shifting from school to school no. in our caravan. Both both of us live within I'm going to say 3 minutes of our local school. Yeah. And, and none I, of our children go to that school. No. Yes. I live within a 7 minute walk of your house. Yes. It's, and the school is in between. Yes. <laughs> so now now I take my kids uh about a 7 minute drive in the other direction. Yep. And uh And my wife takes our kids to a completely different district. Yeah. So what led to that, I guess? Uh, it was a hard decision, I think, for both of us yeah. independently. We had different reasonings. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was it was kind of interesting because I think we were both edging towards the decision. But it, we had our own unique reasonings for it. Yeah, we'd sort of build up and then cool off and build up and yeah. cool off. And then eventually the, the flood happened. The gates were opened. I, well, I think when we just realized how rational a decision mm-hmm. it was. And I... Um, I think there's a certain amount of uh, we. I think we both believe in the idea of the neighborhood school. Yeah, and I I believed in supporting our school and mm-hmm. really I you know part of why we live here is because there's a school right there. Yep. And it was a really hard decision to to leave because I felt like we were giving up on it or I had failed somehow almost mm-hmm. in making it work. Mm-hmm. Um, but we gave it several years. And it just didn't quite work for us. Yeah. I mean, it's it, one thing is, I guess the district we live in has limited resources. There's been some issues. So that was maybe part of it. Um, yeah, for sure. Uh, the, yeah, there's, there's less services. There's less, uh, way less technology yeah. than we would like in the schools. It's true. Cause there's just, there None. just isn't the money for it. Yeah. Yeah. It was weird. It was seeing the, defunct computers over in the corner i i joking to my wife that i saw more technology in 1983 yeah like that was when i was introduced to computers in school yeah and i i went to a, it wasn't a wealthy district nope. so i was like yeah it's pretty and they're still they're still using them here pretty painful yeah but uh i mean that's not the only thing not the be all and all in no no, that that's uh, that was a factor it was no it was kind of weird the minute mm-hmm. we entered this system the school yeah i think we were like oh yeah. but again and then you know both of us are like well our children get a lot of access yeah, to technology at home. at home exactly so we just they, they don't really need to get that at the school yeah. and that just became you know something that got 
put on the back of the file. And I think some, maybe perhaps some of the more, uh, I don't know, proactive teachers mm -hmm. left and due to various reasons. And so yeah. I, and the school population shifts a lot. There's yep. a, it was a, it's a transient school. Yeah. Um, in every regard, except for, you know, some, the, the staff that does not want to leave ever yes. that will be carried out. So anyway, not to bash anybody involved, but it was, it just wasn't a fit for either of us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think is the politically correct way of saying it. Yeah. The, for us, there was, um, I guess we started having issues where, um, our youngest child, um, was having some trouble with school and what the school was reporting to us in terms of, uh, what the problems might be and what we were, our reality was at home didn't quite mesh. Yeah. Yeah. And that day that starts setting off alarm bells. Yeah. And then we'd have meetings at the school and the meetings would be sort of phrased in a, um, here's the situation as we see it. Um, what are you going to do about it to yeah. us, the parents? And yes. it's like, well, well, you're the school. Like what services do you have? What, <laughs> what plans do you have? If, if you're not yeah. liking how things are, the direction things are heading, help what plans do you have to change it? How can we help you? Yeah, exactly. Instead of all the onus being put on the parents. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and again, like we're saying, the things that were being reported didn't jive. And I, I think every parent is like, oh, they're not like that at home, but this was not behavior issues. No, These were is... cognitive issues, um, yeah. that they were saying, uh, with our children and it just didn't, no. it just didn't mesh up. Yeah. So yeah, clearly. Yeah. There's, I think that taking, uh, we had the same issue of going in and trying to be proactive and mm -hmm. saying, Hey, how can we help with any of the stuff going on? And it was more just this very reactive, not yeah. positive, not, it didn't, we, and not rational either. No, no, no. no. Um, uh, I, it, that's what kind of led to us thinking we didn't want to put our youngest into mm -hmm. the school mm -hmm. as a, like, let's get a clean start. And it was really sad. Mm -hmm. uh, I think there was a lot of tears, uh, initially when we talked about doing it Yeah, and we put it aside for a while and we brought it back and it, like yeah. it went on for a bit and it was, well, I know because through last year's school year, you know, you'd come to me on a Monday and you'd be like, yeah, we're, we're going to make the switch for sure next year. Yeah. We're definitely leaving. And then by Friday, I don't know. We're not so sure. And it was, it was, uh, we checked out other places mm -hmm. and yeah, it was a hard, it, yeah. And it's part of just the emotions of, yeah, know, we try not to bring it up too much with our, our oldest cause we didn't want to cause mm -hmm. so much of panic about it. And, but then I think when it, the reality of our youngest going in, we thought, eh, okay, no, this, yeah. this isn't going to fly. And, um, fortunately we found a lovely new school to go to Yeah, that wasn't too far away that we didn't even know existed. So. Yeah, that's the thing with elementary schools. There's a billion of them. It's true. <laughs> like, yeah, it's not like high schools. Yeah, yeah, where you have to truck out somewhere to get to them a lot. But uh, yeah, you stayed in the district. Yeah. Um, we we went to a different district because my wife is a teacher. Yeah. And so for convenience, my children now all go to her school, which uh, which is great for me. Yeah. <laughs> it's been really good for me. Uh, other than they have to leave about half an hour earlier than they used to, but... Uh, they're getting used to it. Yeah. Yeah. And there's, there's a lot more support and Absolutely. services and, uh, you know, just economically the district's in better well, shape. So to, that's to give good. you an idea of the, the difference in economics, uh, they went from a school that didn't have a computer room, didn't have computers for the kids to use at their new school. They, they're, they've just got a 3d printer. 
Right. Right. So it's it's a very different technological setup. Yeah. Yeah. Every every classroom at the school there right now has a smart board. Hmm. Uh, so the teachers have access to that in every room. Yeah. Uh, and um, they have tons of iPads for the school as well. So I think that was an issue with the old school. I think even if they had had the technology, mm. I also don't think they had the teachers that would have been inclined to use the yeah. technology. And that might have been part of the reason why they didn't really invest in it in the yep. first place. And that's that's the biggest part. You can have all the technology in the world, but if you don't have staff that wants or knows how to use it, yeah, what's the point? So it's nice when you have uh, an enthusiastic staff mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then uh, um, yeah, a lot more services, a lot more access to service, as there's just a little bit more money hmm. to go around, which is a nice thing. Yeah. So how have they found the the kids found the transition? Well, because uh, my youngest child, because of the issues he was having. At the old school, we moved him out before the end of the year yeah. last year, um, and so he's great because he already knows all the kids, and so he's he's yeah, happy to be back at school. Yeah, yeah. Um, the uh, my middle one is super social, hmm. so while he had a bit of trepidation, um, he's he's fine. Yeah. <laughs> he's already fine. Um, he he moves on pretty easy. My oldest one has some anxiety and. Um, uh, is awkward socially. So he's having a tough time transitioning, but mm. he always found school tough to begin with. Right. Uh, anyway. So I don't know if it's, um, if his life is that much different, it's just this anxiety has been replaced with this other anxiety. How so does he feel about the school environment itself? Is he, does he like it or is he, um, still... he doesn't hate it, hmm. um, in that, uh, like the school itself, yeah. uh, but he's not a big fan of, school in general i guess if that that doesn't make any sense but uh um i think it's nice because his mom is there all the time right so uh you know there's a feeling of he'll be protected i guess like he can there's if anything really terrible happens there's someone there right yeah, <laughs> so, that kind of alleviates yeah i think that that helps a little bit hmm. so um we'll we'll see we're, we you know we're keeping an eye on him and, and seeing how he does yeah it's not um you know, he's not kicking and screaming and saying he doesn't want to go to school every day. So that's... That's huge. Yeah. yeah. That's, well, that you don't have that. That helps. That yeah. helps a lot. So um, we'll see. Hmm. Yeah, I think we've had the similar... I think, you know, the fact that our kids were leaving at the same time mm-hmm. and they, they were friends and it that made it easier for my son. I think mm-hmm. that he knew, you know, his friend was going, but there, so even if he stayed... Yeah, exactly. His buddy was going anyway. Yeah. So it was like, okay, I guess it's okay to go to. Um, and he, I, we didn't know how it would go. It yeah. Was, it could have gone either way. And it's gone really well. Good. Yeah. Um, we, t- we went early. We went in the summer, the last week of summer, um, when the administrator was there. And we went and did a walkthrough. And mm-hmm. he just, he, his panic was, I want to know where the washrooms are. Yep. So we went and then we got home and he's like, I forget where the washrooms are. <laughs> I was like trying to explain it to him. Like they're everywhere. That's yeah. basically it. You know, those doors that, uh, there's no doors even. Yeah. It's really obvious. <laughs> so it's like, okay, you're good. You're going to be fine. Don't create things. So you know, he got that out of the way. And my daughter is also pretty social and very, yeah. um, and she was assertive. Cause she was going into kindergarten. So it was all yeah. going to be new anyway. Yeah. She had, preschool is a framework yeah so she had a couple of years of preschool and she's pretty she, your daughter's super social she first was off. nervous but yeah. 
uh, she's very much, I will push through this. Mm-hmm. Like when she did in dance, she did her, you know, on stage recitals. She was like, no, I'm going to do this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be good. It's going <laughs> to work. And she just psychs herself up and then goes through it. And then, you yeah, know, I could feel that she had a little sweaty palm when we were going up to the school. But yeah. by the time I, you know, let her go and she went in the school with the teacher and she was like, looked at me like, is this okay? Is this, is this, is this the right lady? I was like, yeah, yeah. it's all bye. She's like, okay. Yeah. And then all good. So both of them and even my son had uh, trepidation about going in this, you know, leaving him at the door. Yes. Uh, I have to now say, okay, you know, the other end of the school, you're going to go walk over there because I have to stay here with your sister for legal purposes. So hard to be the older kids. And yeah. he, he just, I was like, I walked him to the edge of school. I said, down there, down past that corner, you just keep going. You know where your classroom is. And as far as you know, he has attended classes every day. I think he's still <laughs> at school. Yeah. yeah. He's either that or he's, he's, I don't know, throwing dice somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, you know, I, soccer was good for him with confidence. Yeah. It helped that whole, hey, there's your team, run to them. Yes. And I think he, that same thing is playing out now. So he's, it's all been good. That's yeah. So all the little nervousnesses I had. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think uh, we were, I was probably more nervous. I try not to let it on, or let, you know, let them see it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I was nervous. It's always there because you're thinking about all the, you know, are we doing the right thing? Or, oh, or is, exactly. Are we, are we helping them? Are we hurting them? But yeah. You moved schools when you were a kid too, didn't you? Yeah. Like, how do you remember that? Well, uh, the last time I moved schools was uh, after first semester in grade seven. Okay. I moved from a school at the bottom of the hill to a school up the hill. Hmm. Um, and but did it uh, feel like a universe away? Uh, it did. Now I'm pretty social, so it wasn't a problem in meeting people and talking to people and things like that. Huh. Um, the one thing I remember is that years later, uh, I found out every girl had a crush on me oh, in grade seven and, and I, I didn't know what to do with didn't that. know what to do with that information. Yeah. I was like, well, why are you telling me now? It's like grade 10. That's, <laughs> Do you still have a crush? Oh, no, no, none of us do. Okay, thank you. Uh, so that, I felt a little ripped off in high, like that's the biggest feeling I have associated with movie schools is is my retroactive oh. letdown of of the opportunities wasted you in grade seven, travel, I guess. It'd be yes. your grade seven self to say, hey, you know all those girls that are taller than you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Jeff. Where's your head at? Yeah, so that's, uh, but yeah, no, I know, um, it was tough because I went to a teacher that I did not get along with at at all. Uh, like I'm 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 a good I was a good kid. I didn't get in trouble. I didn't misbehave. I didn't rebel. I think the word I'd use for you to describe you to other people would be affable. Aff- I'm affable. You're affable. Yeah. Yeah. He's just he's affable. I use that word to describe myself yeah. as well. That's my thing. Yeah. Uh, and we just didn't. Me and this teacher just didn't mesh. It got hmm. to the point where I had a detention on the last day of grade seven. The last day ever at this school, and I'm I'm in detention. I it was really weird. You're, you're affable, but you also have a stubbornness. Oh, like, I do. Yes. So that's the problem. Yeah. It's, it was it was weird because the first time I met this teacher, um, you know, I went in before school started, and he's like rearranging the desks in this classroom, and and he's asking me questions. He's like, "Well, what kind of student are you?" And I'm like, "Well, you know, I mean, uh, I like drama. I'm really good at math. You know." And he goes, "No, no. What kind of student are you? Are you an A student, a B student?" And I thought, oh, this is not good. <laughs> you know, I'm like, it's grade seven. I'm a student. <laughs> like, again, it's one of those things where, in uh, retrospect, if I'd just gone, oh, A plus, <laughs> you might as well just give me A plus. That's where I'm at. Yeah, yeah. superstar. Right yeah, here. 
don't don't look at my records when they show up just yeah. go a plus yeah it was weird it was really weird so wow. we just we never clicked and uh and um but i had like i, re- I remember having fun at the school lots of fun wow. so um yeah it's weird uh yeah that's all i remember hmm. what about you did you ever move schools i did in grade six mm-hmm. uh midway through the year yeah and big move or uh yeah big enough yeah. well same city but different or town or whatever but right. d- the opposite side yeah. so no connection with the other place and uh it was it went fine i you know i i'm not a giant people person but i am i'm i have social skills so yes. i was fine like it, there was no i wasn't freaked out it was yeah. i was a little nervous made a friend immediately uh that was my friend for through to the end of high school right um and it wasn't the weird friend no, it was another kid that had moved from another city. That's pretty good. Yeah. And uh, got on with everybody in grade seven. This this one will surprise you. I ran for student council president in grade seven. That surprises the heck out of me. I know it would. Did you win? No. Oh. It was me against uh, a really cute girl. So oh, wow. There was no chance. I don't even, I looking back, I was like, I why don't you even run? know yeah. why I ran. I had this like really... Uh, uh, this big tall guy, he was my campaign manager mm-hmm. and I totally ran. I was like, I was pretty serious. Did a speech in a library. I'm like, you know me well enough to know that that's really weird. That is it's yeah. Maybe I, you got a little bit of power and it corrupted you and you just wanted I had it no all. power. No power no. at all. No way. No, it was I didn't, hall monitor or there was no hope. Anyway, I think the, even the teachers were like, what is he doing? <laughs> just just give her the victory or do we have to really go through this whole election cycle because of you <laughs> i don't know that was a weird maybe time. maybe that was it maybe you're like the pretty girls should not run unopposed i want i want this campaign to be about the issues i i don't know what i, I really don't know because you have a sense of justice and i could see I your do. sense of justice making you uh do I, that I, but i, I don't I was intrigued by process i was like yeah i just thought I wanted to be involved. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's what it was. I mm-hmm. was like, I'm going to be active in this process. I haven't thought too much about it. I just, I, all I know is I've thought back and went, what was that? But I, with change, you know, even going to university, I just thought, okay, I'm going to make the most of this and be super social. Right. And I just flipped that on mm-hmm. a little bit. It's not fake, but it's like, I don't normally. I'm. It's not fake. I'm, it's just, it's work. It's work. It's yeah, behind the scenes yeah, work. People a, don't see the behind the scenes work of you getting your brain up. Yeah. Yeah. What's, what's the word? It's not a, um, you know, I'm not an introvert or an extrovert. I'm a ambivert. That's, that's a word. My wife was like, that's a word. That's cause you're not, you're kind of neither. Mm-hmm. You're sort of in between. Cause I'm, I'm obviously we do podcasting. Yeah. I'm not a complete introvert. No, I would rather be alone. Yeah. Wait, you know, not, not because I hate you <laughs> just to, though some days, no days. No, it was, it's more like I'd rather not go out and beat a party, mm-hmm. but if I have to, I can do it. And it's not yeah. super stressful. No, it's just, I, it's tiring. I'm the same way. I tell people all the time that I'm an introvert and they don't believe me because yeah. I'm affable and pretty gregarious when I'm out. Yeah. Um, but the truth is, yeah, I'd rather not go to the party. I think what it is is you're like, well, if I'm going, I might as well make the most of it. Right. Exactly. Right? So yeah. that's probably, Yeah. Yeah, and I, don't... I will say you're better at small talk than I am hmm. because I can't, and maybe it's because I was in sales for a long time. I don't know what it is. I just can't deal with small talk. I just, I can't. I, I, I think I've said this before. I find people innately interesting, mm-hmm. uh, whether I like them or not is another matter right. entirely, 
so I, you know, when I meet somebody, I, even if I think, Oh, really? I, I will still have smile and I will walk away being intrigued sometimes. Cause I'm like, you just don't know with people. No, right. It's true. So I do kind of enjoy learning how people so, live and I will, I will ask them weird questions because I'm, I'm just curious. So you treat small talk like anthropology. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, Maybe I that's the trick. I'm Maybe totally a sociologist when it yeah. comes to conversation. So I will, I will, I will just immediately start scratching at you to find out what your passion is. Right. And I want to know about it. And I'm, I am fundamentally intrigued by it. Yes. But I, I, you know, it's neither here nor there at the end of the day. Really. Yeah. I, it's not, uh, I doesn't mean we're best friends, but right. I'm, I'm glad I had the conversation. And I mean, mm -hmm. I don't know. It's a weird thing. It's hard to describe. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of weird things that are hard to describe. So, yeah. so we make the decision to move our kids and we move our kids to different schools. Yeah. And we think they're doing okay right yeah. now. Yeah. Nobody's crying or No, there's been no tears, which is surprising. Yeah. So it's all, it's been good, I think. Yeah, me too, I hope. Or maybe we're just reassuring each other. Yeah. You know, it's, in some sort of weird. We sit here and hold hands and talk into microphones. <laughs> yeah. It's okay, Jeff. Yeah. It was a big decision. It was a big decision. Yeah. And a lot of people treated it like it was a trivial decision. Like, oh, yeah, I moved my kids three. You know, like people, a lot of people, people we talk to move their the time, kids all yeah. the time. And yeah. I felt more obligation to give the school a fair shake. Yeah. Like I thought. I, I, Both philosophically and uh, just, you know, lazily because it's right. It's right there. There was a little of that. Yeah. Inertia definitely led yeah. to staying as long as we did. I think so. I thought, you know, we knew the school gets better. Mm -hmm. as you move up the ladder and, I thought, uh, and then yeah no yeah but yeah it's true inertia is hard to mm -hmm. overcome but even beyond that yeah the loyalty or yeah not a, i don't know i just i don't like that idea that we 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 are so customer service oriented right in north america i think we have this immediate reaction when we don't get our way the way we like it <laughs> right now with extra cheese and double tomatoes uh, we're just going to go to another place now and I'm not going to pay you. Mm -hmm. Like we have this weird, uh, entitlement, I think. And so, and so in reaction to that, you didn't want to treat the school like that. You didn't want to feel like you were not giving the school a fair shake. Yes, Is that... exactly. I wasn't treating it like a, just a service or a yeah. thing that I feel, you know, entitled. And it, this, it's a weird concept that we have a mm -hmm. educational system that the government pays for. And I mean, we pay with taxes, but like, it's this socialized thing and it's a really interesting I, it's an important and unique thing, a very modern idea. And it's, yeah, I feel, yeah, I don't treat it lightly. I, I, I don't know if people, I'm not saying other people necessarily do, no. but I think we have this more service economy kind of attitude towards some of the things mm -hmm. that we just shouldn't. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's amazing. You know, <laughs> you think about that. You send your little people off to these other people to make them into humans. I mean, they're, they're constructing workers essentially. But well, a, now, see, that's interesting because uh, there's a lot of debate man. about what is the role of education. From the government's perspective, they're creating workers. From the teacher's perspective, I don't know. From the government's perspective, shaping little future minds. The government perspective to me is, uh, uh, oh, this is this thing we have to pay for. If only there was a way to get out of it. We're warehousing pre-prisoners. So that's yes. the government's perspective. <laughs> if they were really good, they'd go to private school like all of our children. Yeah, which is, yeah. it does feel like the government wants that yeah. sometimes. Yeah. Uh, even here in Socialist Canada. Yeah. Socialist, it's a weird... Socialist Democratic Canada. Yes. 
where they subsidize private schools. Yes. Oh, don't even get me. Yeah. Don't even. <laughs> but yeah, it's, you know, like healthcare and mm-hmm. like any of the services, I, I try not to complain too much and try to yeah. focus on the positive of the system and understand its misgivings and work with it to kind of make it work. Again, it, mm-hmm. being in Canada, this might be a very different conversation in the States where I, you know, the school system is substantially different, I want to say. I don't know if it started out substantially different, start, no, I don't but there's definitely been a shift. Yeah. With charter schools and the way their economies with and schools voucher work. systems and unions. Oh, well, our unions too. I mean, that's... There's issues, but that's a different issue. Yeah. There's a lot of strength that the teachers have here mm-hmm. uh, for good or bad. And in the States, it seems like there's, you know, equally messed up things with yeah. with teachers and their unions and... So it is a somewhat, I guess what we're, we're, we're coming from a Canadian perspective, mm-hmm. which is probably a little bit different, but still that idea, I, I think we have a very 19, like 60s idea of a school system, the neighborhood school junior will just walk across the street. I don't know. Well, it, then that begs question, if you were changing it, mm-hmm. what would, what would James's school systems look like? I don't know. That's, See, that's, <laughs> do we yeah. agree? It's, it's one of those things where no one's going to get it right. No because it's reactive and it's mm-hmm. always uh, there's a lag in its reactivity so mm-hmm. it's always going to meet the needs of people theoretically in the future but by the time but, it but 15 years transitions yeah. those yeah they can never catch up yeah. fully and it's gotten really hard for teachers mm-hmm. there's so much change that's happened that it, i i it, can't even fathom doing that job i i think um before we went to school you could be a teacher who uh who learned how to do something one way or to teach something one way. And then that was your life. And you did that every day until you retired. And you could, and you, and you could, and the school system was built around that. You went from Dick and Jane to spot 20 years later. Like it wasn't a lot of change. No, no, exactly. It was, this is, this is how you teach. This is how kids learn. And that's that. And then sometime while we were going to school, it changed into a, um, a much harder job where you had to take into account different students and their backgrounds and how they learned and try to incorporate all that in. And there are, uh, there's a generation of teachers that believe that and, and work with that and work towards that and understand that um, there's no point in keeping this lesson plan from last year because it's going to be different next year. Yeah. And that's, and they're happy with that and they like that. Um, but unfortunately, <laughs> there is still a generation of teachers ahead of them <laughs> who yeah. want to teach the old way well, and want yeah. to deliver the service the old way. And, and it just doesn't retire. And it's yeah, they're not yeah. interested in changing. Yeah. And and don't understand when they, they see it as it worked before. Why can't it keep working? Exactly. Yeah. And their philosophical underpinnings haven't grown yeah. or shifted. And you, you can't explain system. to them like, uh, yeah, it worked before, but you know, the university had one computer and it took up an entire room and didn't have as much power as this thing in my hand right here. Exactly. So, and the people we're creating for tomorrow, the little minds we're shaping mm -hmm. aren't the same little minds that had one job back in the 1970s. It's, it's, yeah, you, it's a profession where you're trying to anticipate what do these little people need in 20 years? And that's insane because we, who could anticipate what's going to happen in 20 years? No, who would have thought like, even when I went to school, uh, the idea was to learn knowledge, was to learn facts and mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, it right? wasn't even knowledge, it was information. Yeah, information, yeah. And yeah. that's, like, 
there's no excuse for not having information now. No. You, you don't need to know it. Exactly. You just need to know, you know, they should spend more time just teaching how to word a Google, a good Google search. Well, that, that, that idea exactly of, of how to, uh, it's thinking at a different level now. Yeah, or evaluating information is yeah. the more important skill I would now. probably struggle in the school system today comparative to when I went to school. Like, it is yeah. bonkers when you think about it. Those old, you know, it just was all about spelling tests and about memorizing, yeah. rote memorization, which is completely, well, not probably not completely, but largely useless. As Quick, a tell me who the third premier prime minister of Canada was. Yeah, couldn't tell you. No, and I know I was taught that on know. multiple years. Yeah. <laughs> and it's it's nowhere. No. It's nowhere to be in my, yeah. No, and also you don't build on it. There's no, no use it was to just that information. A, yeah. It's just information. Yeah. Being taught how to learn and mm-hmm. is more, it, the stuff we learned in university is like the stuff our kids will be learning much earlier mm-hmm. how to learn. Yep. So it's, yeah, that's tough as a teacher. How do you teach that? Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah, I don't know. I think the biggest thing is just not putting up with um, teachers that are resistant to change. Mm-hmm. That's more than anything. Like I don't, I don't have an issue that a teacher is not keeping up as much as they can because it's, brutal it's hard but being actually yeah actively resistant to any of the change that's problematic i guess one of the problems though is um who where do the, the parents find out that things have changed and well, that the teachers one. are resistant Unfortunately, to the change some of the par- the problem is parental expectation yeah yeah i want my kid to be able to do rote learning well I, yeah well, i want not getting a spelling test why, why not? yeah why is my kid's schooling not like my schooling yes and you're like well first off you're using the word schooling like yes. that should tell you <laughs> Yeah, it's exact. The idea of what we, the way we were schooled, mm-hmm. is is, yeah, throw it out. Because I would be mortified it's, and was mortified yeah. when, when I looked at my children going, oh, they're having the same education I had because yeah. my education did not thoroughly prepare me for the real world. No, as it was when I got out of education. They're, they're literally being given the same spelling test I was. That's yeah, that's a that problem. was. But and that's why we move schools. Yes. I think that sums it up very well. But anyway, yeah, I think it, it's a, it's a, it's such a huge conversation. And mm-hmm. I, we, we have this one often, but I'm glad we've, we've now had it and recorded it. So yes. other people can throw their two bets at us because I think it's, it's, we're not right. It, but no. it, it's a, this process is a very common one. And I, I hope, I don't know, I hope we've helped somebody maybe think about this process a little mm-hmm. bit or just yeah illustrate how hard it is it is hard it is but maybe we are overthinking it well we've never overthought anything (laughs) just single day stop being silly uh yeah i guess if you have an idea of uh you know if your kid's education is not the way you would like it let us know it would be interesting to hear out there in different parts of the world uh, what's happening at your local school yeah. And how, how you see your local school. Tell us about your utopia. Yeah. <laughs> we love just random philosophical ideas about futures that can never be as well. That's that's always fun. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, let us know what your reality is right now as well, because that's interesting to us. Yeah. And if you have any good uh, good stories about when you moved schools as a kid, I want to hear those. Yes. If you maybe you, you knew all the girls had a crush on you and you oh. could you could act on it and your life would be. I mean, my life's really good right now, so I guess I can't really <laughs> complain. Like, but man, like grade seven through grade ten would have just been a very different thing. Uh, again, you with time travel technology, bad idea. 
No, when when we invent that, we're keeping it away from you. It's probably a good plan. Yeah, good plan. Yeah. All right. Or have you already invented it? I might have already intervened. That might have been me. <laughs> I went back and intervened. <laughs> Don't tell Jeff. So whatever happened to the world. Okay. He becomes president. It's just brutal. The confidence he had, man, by grade eight, it was just out yes. of control. We have to stop him. Take away all the girls. He's no longer affable. (laughs) Anyway. In the future tomorrow. All right. This week, uh, I've been James. And I think I'm still Jeff. Until we come back and uh, go back in time and wreck this episode somehow. Well, we can't make it any worse. (laughs) We will see you next time. Thank you.